I'm joined by two of the greatest heptathletes of all time. Between the three of us, like we've scored so many points like in a heptathlon. I mean, I haven't contributed anything. But uh, Jackie joyner Kersey, Anna Hall, thanks so much for, for sitting down with me. Anna, I can't imagine how tired you are. We're less than 24 hours removed from your silver medal. How are we feeling? Um, I feel like I've been hit by several trains. Um, yeah, really tired, a lot of emotions, um, but yeah, just happy, yeah. You took that 800 out so aggressively, and then you've described it as like the hardest 800 that you've run. Then afterwards, you collapse onto the track and like stayed there for, I, I think like the longest we've ever seen you like after a race. When you're on the ground, like what are, uh, there's so many feelings that you're proud and emotions that are going through your head, but can you take us into like, what was that internal monologue until you got back on your feet? Yeah, um, the first thing was just trying to get over the lactic. And so I was just lying there like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. I can't feel my legs. My butt is all locked up, like all the normal 800 feels. And then as that slowly started to fade, I was just lying there looking up at, um, you know, the screen with the scores and, um, kind of just, I took a moment, I think, just to process, you know, that, okay, like, I didn't do it, and I shed my, like, I think I shed, like, three tears on the track. I was just, like, ugh, like, it just wasn't enough, and um, then I was, like, okay, silver, and, like, I'm going to pick myself up and not take, um, you know, the moment or the medal for granted, because, you know, you never know what happens. Like, everything could be taken away tomorrow, so, um, yeah, that's about what I went through. Jackie, where were you kind of in the stands? Because I saw you on day one. I mean, there was a little, like, the American fans in the stands had this moment of just like, oh my God, is Anna okay in the high jump? And then like, I caught the moment where you looked at her and gave her the thumbs up and said, we're good. And so for you yesterday, day two, how are you processing just kind of everything? You know, I know how difficult it is, one, to get through the first day and then come back and, and, uh, I know she was disappointed with the long jump, but under the circumstances to just be able to go out there and compete, knowing what she was dealing with, didn't use it as an excuse, but still found a way to get the job done. And even though, you know, she might've wanted to go, but the heart and soul of everyone to show that competitive spirit. And that's what I love about her is that she's gonna compete. I'm gonna give you my all. And where, where we finish is where we finish. There's not going to be backing off, backing away. And I'm at the, we're at close to the finish line, but up high. And every step, when I saw her come through in 58, I was like, good God Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> no. But she was going for it. And, and you can't ask for anything more. And I know it was tough, and, but to give it your all like that and, and still, it's a real special moment for her as well as for Kat, you know, because they competed and that's what the multi-events are all about, you know, because you love when it comes down to the last event. And they just competed and, and in the end, but that's, she's the best that I believe that we are ever going to see. I love that. That's high praise, Anna. I mean, like, how, how does that feel to, to hear that? Um, that's crazy. Um, part of me, I'm just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just incredible, I guess, to hear you say those things about me. And um, yeah, I think the most like humbling thing about this entire year is just 
a lot of the comments I get from you or other people have been more just about like the way I compete and not necessarily like the marks that I produce. And um, that's been really special because even meets like this where I honestly felt like I was like, okay, I'm not really my full self. I'm not at 100%. I don't feel like I'm as happy and it doesn't feel as fun, but it's like, I guess my spirit is kind of still showing through even in those um, situations. So that part's just really special to me. Yeah. I want to explore the two of you as like friends because, you know, it seems to be like kind of a quickly evolving friendship that has formed the two of you walking in together into Hayward Field and like doing press events like this. But Anna, I guess like what was the first interaction you had with Jackie? And it's like, I'm sure at this point you might be texting each other and like, how has that kind of developed? And you know, being a fan of the sport, it had to have been a pinch me moment at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Um, the first time I met her was, actually we were getting ready for the NCAA meet. And um, she was there getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I was like practicing high jump and we like spot her up ahead. I was like, that's Jack Joan Percy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. And I was, that was like enough for me. I was like, oh, I can't believe I like saw her. And Walter was like, you have to like go up and say hello. And um, so I went up and like took a picture with her and um, that was incredible. And then just the way that she got behind me in Oregon again for Worlds that year was awesome. And then um, just to keep, I guess, kind of developing our relationship over the course of seeing her again at the Adidas meet and she'll text me before meets or um, a few weeks out from Worlds um, just to have her encouragement and know that, you know, she's walked in my shoes before. Um, is awesome and I even I told her this morning I like thought about her during the long jump because I'm like she won like multiple Olympic medals like on an injured leg like I was like jumped like 740 on an injured leg I was like I can put my foot down like come on um so yeah it's just awesome to have like your inspiration so close Jackie how quick can you spot talent I mean over the course of the last couple decades you know there's so many women who have come through in the heptathlon and there have been some some greats but like for you to, when you watch Anna, what do you see? You know, what I, what I see in Anna is, one, the competitive spirit. More than that, she loves it. You, you just see the pure joy, even through agony and going through the ups and downs. She still find a way to, one, lift herself up, but then also get the crowd behind her. And, and to me, that's very special because I, I feel that the talent alone would take care of itself is what we do with that talent. And so when I see Anna, she's out there competing, and, and then even through her struggles, she's still smiling, and, and we know it's, it's tough, but I, I love that about her, and I had been hearing about Anna Hall, but I had never met her until I saw her at the NC2As, and I didn't know that was her, and I was so glad you know, to meet her, and then I'm sitting there at NC2As and watching, you know, and like, this girl did the 800, she's gonna go do the 400 hurdles. <laughs> My kind of girl, <laughs> you know? And, and, but to be able to see that, and it, you know, so I, I, I just, I love being in this position where I feel that her family, as well as her coaches and everyone, have embraced me because I'm very respectful and I don't ever wanna overstep, you know, but I always want to give that encouragement because. For me, that's what I wanted for people to do for me, you know, because sometimes as an athlete and, and your coaches and, and even with my husband coaching me, my husband will always talk about, Jackie, I've never done this. 
so when he's working with his other athletes, I might call him and, you know, just let them know that I'm thinking about them. And, and I love seeing the talent of someone like Anna to stick into the multi-event. Don't go do that four and eight. Oh, boy, you're hurdled. You know, and to have the speed, the strength, the endurance, and the mindset, you know, to start off the day with the speed, but then also have the speed endurance to run the eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see her training for the individual eight, but stay in the multi for now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you break down for me, I guess, just kind of like how there's the physical aspect of it, of being sharp for all these events, but then the mental side of things, like how much preparation does, does that take? And then having to line all of these different things on one given day, that's the, the hardest part. Yeah, that's the master plan, we, you know, with your coaches and everyone you put together. You know, you map off from the beginning, these are things that you want to do, and then sometimes you have to adapt and you have to change. And when, for me, it was more, uh, we would work on what we consider my weaker events because that's where I was going to be vulnerable. So high jump wasn't something that I liked working on, but I knew that event was key. And that set me up for the rest of, of the meet to be able to, my goal was always be over 187. If I get over 187, then, you know, 192 and all the other marks would come. But we had to work on that so I could be mentally ready. And then I didn't like the 800, but we were trained to make sure I was in 210 shape. So if I'm pushed, then I know I could go a little faster. But going to that line with the confidence versus not training for the eight, training, putting, trying to put everything on the long jump. Long jump was like a secure event for me. But I would, early on in my career, I put so much pressure because I was a great long jumper that, oh, I have to jump well. That, that, that's the event that would do me in, <laughs> you know? So all the mental preparation and the physical part, is just us. When I was telling to Anna, you know, get our own way sometimes, because sometimes we want to push, 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 and like, no, I got to do this. And I know, because that's how I was. And, you know, my husband, like, Jackie, go sit over there somewhere. <laughs> and I get upset. Now, we got to go in the same household. But, <laughs> so, the preparation is a part of it, and you go, you take different meets, you know, and you work on different things. She has the ability, you know, she runs 400 hurdles, which allow her to train hurdles and get endurance and conditioning work in. So that's pretty amazing. Are there those days in practice where it's sort of like, when you are pushing the boundaries of trying to be among the greatest of all time, there's like, in practice, it's like, all right, I'm going to try and do one more rep or go a little bit faster or in the weight room, like add a little bit more weight. And you're just always it, like, there's a little bit of trepidation. It's like, what if this is the thing that, that hurts me or anything like that? Are there kind of like those days where you're really towing the line? And what, how are those feelings of just being that cautious? Yeah, um, I think a lot of who watches that is the coaching. And um, because I will always like, I'll do anything that they ask me to do. And if they asked me to do some insane workout that would I'd be injured by the end of it, like I would do it. And I am always asking to do more. And I even coming into this break, my coach is like, no, you're like actually off for four weeks. Like, don't run. And I'm like, OK. And you know, I don't like sitting still. I like to feel like I'm getting better every single day. And so um, I'm always trying to do more. But um, this year, we've definitely felt like we towed the line a little bit more, I think, 
there was a few weeks after indoor season, we were in really, really hard training. And um, that's what I've learned is to train, to score like this, you're gonna feel bad all the time. Uh And so like trying to train high jump when you feel bad all the time, it's just not fun. (laughs) And so like, I just like, you can't make bars in practice, but you're just working on little things. And um, so I was getting, I was getting really upset. I'm like, okay, it's been like three weeks now since I've had a practice where I feel like I've like technically done something well. And they were like, well, you're flat because we're training hard. And I even got like blood work done. I was like, is my iron low? Like what's going on? And they were like, your cortisol is like through the roof. Like, what are you stressed about? And I was like, well, cut season's in like four weeks and I haven't done well in anything. Like, this is gonna be terrible. And then we tapered and I was amazing. And so, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a learning curve and kind of weird to toe that line and honestly like get that feedback of like, oh, that's like how much stress my body was really under in that training cycle. Um, So now I'm kind of starting to learn like I do need rest days and, you know, tapers work and um, we, to perform really well, we do have to toe that line of like grinding into the ground sometimes and then you gotta come back up, so yeah. Those are the days where you are Miss 9 to 5. <laughs> Famously your nickname. <laughs> yes. Jackie, was that you back in the day, Miss 9 to 5? Yes. I'm how much, and how often are you clocking overtime? You know, for me, sometimes it was <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You know, but you, you learn, you know, and, and Anna is, you know, is young and doing a lot of great things and, and she's going to evolve and, and through those experiences, then you realize because the hardest thing is trusting, you know, and, and as an athlete, you know, I, well, I did this and I need to do this. And even though your coaches and everyone said it's good, it's okay, but in the back of your mind, you know, so going through and experiencing different things uh, makes you a much better, I think, uh, athlete you know, as well as it, it tests your character, you know, but what it does is build uh, the, the strength around you and your coaches and understanding, you know, and so, yeah, I would go out really early in the morning. It's, it's just like, my training would be designed just like I'm competing. So I knew that I would have to be on the track, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning, be ready to get out the starting block just to work on first three hurdles or five hurdles, you know, by nine o'clock, ready to go. So I could start programming my mind and then coming back in the evening because sometimes we just go, 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 and then you go to a competition. You know, you got all these breaks, so I had to learn what to do in between the breaks because I'm like, what do you mean you got two hours? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to learn what I could eat, rest, you know, because resting was very hard for me. I didn't want to rest at all. I'm like, and we had a championship, and they were like, let's go. <laughs> you got to go in this room and kick your legs up. So it, it's all a part of the process. Anna, one thing I really like about you is just like, you post your workouts publicly on your Instagram stories from time to time. I'm always like holding it down and like looking at it, like, this stuff is crazy. And then in addition to that, like you publicize your goals, like posted the vision board, like at the beginning of the year on it, like it was written like 7,000 points, like multiple times. Yeah. So. What does it do for you, I guess, to like put that down on paper and be able to look at that like every single day? Um, I think it just makes it more real. And, you know, I read, heard somewhere that writing it down makes it 
be more likely to achieve it. And I was like, all right, <laughs> any, like, any little 1%. Um, but uh, I think the habit has just like really helped me. And I think it helps me stay centered and um, makes it feel more like doable. It's almost like a to-do list, yeah. a hard one, but a to-do list. And um, yeah, I really tried to like push myself this year. My like rookie season, I was like, I'm going to try to be a little bit more transparent. And um, you know, obviously I can't post my entire training model. My coaches would kill me, but um, like little tidbits here and there and um, the feedback I've gotten from it from different people saying, like, oh, I'm going to try that or, oh, like so inspired by how like this, da, 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 da. And like, I was like, I'll post my results when I do good. I'm going to post them when I do bad. And I think it's um, just a cool way, I think, to bring more people along the journey with me and hopefully bring more interest to the combined events. Jackie, were you similar in the sense of just like being writing the goals down and I mean, or did you kind of, did 7,000 points come just naturally or like when we kind of think about just like barriers, like people can sometimes get caught up. It's like obsessing over numbers. But for you, like, how did it happen? It didn't come naturally. It didn't come easy. <laughs> she nodded her head saying, oh, I, I think like, she probably. made it look easy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, and she worked. back in my day, so we had posters, you know. Yeah. And I believe in writing down my goals, and and I would write them down. And and what it did, it helped me to understand what I needed to do to go over 7,000 points. And so I would figure out what I could do in the first first day and what was possible on the second day. And I think that I love what Anna is doing because I, you know, as an athlete, we don't work from what could go wrong. We're always looking at what's going right. So our goals are based off of what we believe in our heart that we can do. Do, do I believe Anna, Anna should have been over 7,000 points? But the physical part of that is, is it plays a major role because when you write them goals and that it's a constant reminder and you're looking at them and you're seeing, you know, this number is off this number. I remember I ran in Stockholm for, I was ready to go on the 13 seconds. But then I got in the fastest race with all the hurdles and then I ran 13.30 and I went back to the room and tried to change my mark. And my husband, Jackie, you just didn't run your race. <laughs> you know, don't change it. Then I go to the next meet, I run 12.89. So I, I think it's very important because it is a reality check and, and it helps to remind you what can be. And I, and I think, you know, the goals are realistic and, and, and in the help, you can have 7,000 but you can get on a roll and it would just go because for me it was just going over 7,000 but I just happened to have a great high jump and wish that and long jump came together and it made it good for me, you know. So Anna, when you have observed all these grades, like you're reading, you know, Jessica Ennis Hill's book grown up, what what are you taking away from like learning about each one of these all-time grades in their careers? Yeah, I think um, one of the biggest things I have taken away is just how like neutral they're able to stay. And, um, you know, I think me being such like an emotional competitor is something that helps me some ways but also hurts me and because that's how I, that's how I train too you know and um, you know I don't think it's as efficient to have these like big swings sometimes where it's like oh that was an amazing practice or oh this is horrible and I have a habit of like thinking of myself as my last practice my last performance and so if my last practice wasn't good I'm like I'm out of shape like da 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 and and I really I know like I know it's not true but like I, I believe that and so um, I think 
reading Jessica's book and like watching the way people compete, um, just learning how even killed they even keeled they are, and you know maybe high jump doesn't go your way or it really does, and they're still just like, oh, okay, on to the next one. And so I think that's something that I'm really trying to learn, and I tried to even put to use a little bit out there um, this weekend. Before we get to some rapid fire fun questions, Can I do I have yeah oh yeah go for it you know. And we all are like that. <laughs> Don't think it's just you. Okay. <laughs> because I'm telling you, you know, I'm an asthmatic. And so at times I can get out there, I can run. And so one day I was really having an asthmatic problem. And I was like, oh, I'm out of shape. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's a part of, and as you continue to do this, and it might look like we even killed. No. I couldn't let that. When I didn't run the hurdles well, I'm like, I don't want to go over here and high jump. <laughs> but you have to learn to let it go. So we all go through that. And that's, you know, so you just keep being who you are, you know, and, and that spirit and everything, you know, the competitive spirit, you know, just keep you on the right path, you know, and, and don't let anyone change that. You know, because that determination and passion that you have is what makes you very special and, Thank you. and unique, you know. So I just wanted to add that because when you said it, it took me back. To living in that, like, right. constant excitement. Yeah. So like, you just ran this yesterday. How could you be out of shape? But in your mind, no. it's like, well, I can't no. do this today. Before every heptathlon in the 800, everyone's, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, everyone's expecting me to run, like, under 205. And I'm like, when we taper, I haven't done an 800 workout in, like, 10 days. So I'm like, I don't know what I can run. And then every time it ends right. up okay. But each time I'm like, oh. Yeah. So. The base is there. Yeah. Yeah. Before we do the rapid fire questions for, for social media, uh, unrelated kind of question to everything, but both of you supported by Adidas, I have to ask for like heptathletes, like laundry. It must be crazy because you guys do so much in practice. Take me through your laundry day. I mean, like when you're those down periods of recovery, half of it is laundry time probably. Yeah, I mean, the only day I don't train is Sunday. <laughs> So um, thankfully, Adidas has sent me enough clothes um, because I do I change outfits like three times a day. Um, so it's like the morning session. Sometimes I put on something else to go to lunch, and then I go back out and train it again. And then I'll change to go into the weight room um, to try to offset the track smell. <laughs> Probably like I spend half the day like just disgusting. And then you get home and you shower and you put on more athletic clothes. So um, yeah, the laundry bin gets very full, but um, yeah, I just kind of not try to knock it out Saturday night, Sunday. Yep. It's like what Anna Hall smells like track. That's it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Like everyone always makes fun of me because I always walk out. I'm like, I'm sorry if I smell bad. Like, and they're like, stop it. And I'm just like, right. <laughs> Smith like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one better, yeah. All right. Favorite event of the heptathlon? Long jump. 800. Least favorite? 800. Javelin. <laughs> uh, most difficult event in all of track and field? In all of track and field? Yeah. Why do I think they have heptathlon? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aside from the multis, the okay. single events. Mm. Who in your hurdles would be for me? Oh, and triple jump. This might be controversial. I think the 800 is harder than the 400 hurdles. Oh. Yeah. That's, that is a big debate yeah. between yeah. people. It's a sprint. Yeah. Physically, yeah. How many hours of sleep did you get regularly while training? Oh, I'm getting about seven and a half to eight. Seven to nine. All right. 
Uh, socks with spikes? Yes or no? Fox. Do you wear your so socks with spikes? Yes. Do you use Yes. <laughs> I used to not in some events, but now I do. Yeah. Uh, you're about to go into the call room and you've got time for one more song in your headphones. What is it? Oh. See, I never did. That's right. <laughs> the iPod wasn't around yet. <laughs> and then back then, they were taking your headphones and you had them. So, uh, anything that's uplifting and reminding me that I can do it. You know? uh, I think for this week, for me, it was Ice Spice. I was just shuffling the new album. Um, I think it was the butterfly one on this okay. new album. Yep. I saw you jamming out. The stadium DJ was really good during the during the high jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that always helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, track and field's a global sport. If you could speak one more language, what would it be? Mm, well, my Spanish teacher would want me to do Spanish. Right. <laughs> so when I went to Barcelona, there was no Spanish <laughs> speaking. <laughs> Oh, probably uh, German or French. I was going to say German. Yeah. You haven't tried French yet? It's sort of like there's those athletes who are just sort of like, all right, I've got to prep for Paris, learn a couple French words. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if I've got time, and I just don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't believe in myself to learn it. I'm going to be honest. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with her on it because it's hard enough. Yeah. Learn it. And then, you, you know, some people think it's, it's, I mean, it's great if you can learn another language, but I don't want to be respect, disrespectful and not being able to pronounce certain things it's true. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of just like, I, I don't know, and I'm sorry that I don't know. I'm not going to try to. Right. <laughs> we know the two of you are great at track. What's something you're not good at? Oh, I can't dance. Okay. Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I do it often, which is hilarious, but yeah. <laughs> Favorite inspirational quote? Oh, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. That's my verse. But then my famous quote is, I have a lot of them. So uh, one would be, I don't know who the author of this one is, that that you share with multiply, that that you hold back on with diminish. All right. Um, I think my favorite verse is, I write on my spikes is, like, God is within her. She will not fail. And um, quote is, feel the fear and do it anyway. All I tell right. myself that a lot. Yeah. Favorite post-multi meal to celebrate? It's like, after it's done, what are you having? See, I'm a, because uh, I have food allergies, so I have to be careful. You know, so salad, steak, girl. All right. I love seafood, but it doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually normally, like, I didn't eat last night because... I feel like I'm gonna throw up still because I'm so like from the adrenaline. But I had a bag of nerd clusters, so if that counts, um, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anna and Jackie, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this, and I'm just like really excited, you know, for just what the future the heptathlon holds. Like we're in Thank for, you. you know, you described that you know worlds is gonna be a war. I think we got a really good battle with some yeah, of the other top one. stars <laughs> coming back. I think. Paris for sure is going to be war, and I think you're going to be ready. Thank oh, yes. you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you.